King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles, will be free at last. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. The place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Last week in Season 2, Episode 15 of this podcast, we discussed housing discrimination and how to combat it. We are having our houses appraised in the black community for as much as $300,000 under their value. This is outright theft. So check that out, Season 2, Episode 15 of this podcast. This week, we are going to be discussing homes that cost $1. Yes, I'm going to tell you where I found a $1 home for sale. Now, I just want to let you know that I'm not acting as a realtor on this podcast, and none of this constitutes official real estate advice. You should contact a realtor for that. I'm just a person who has spent a lot of time searching for homes over the years and visiting cities to see them. Years ago, I moved to the Bronx. Now, I know the Bronx very well. It's my favorite borough in New York. I spent a lot of time in the Bronx, one of the campuses of the university with the most Nobel laureates, the most Nobel Prize winners for their academic work in the United States is in the Bronx. And I went to it. 
Herbert Lehman College that's part of CUNY, the City University of New York. But the Bronx has all these myths about it. There are movies about the Bronx, there are national discussions about how the Bronx is one of the poorest districts, but the Bronx, as you know, is the home of hip-hop. DJ Cool Herc, who invented the mixer in the early 1970s, and Grandmaster Kaz does tours today on the origin of hip-hop through Hush Tours. So as you know, it is very important to own real estate, and historically in black America, we've been excluded from many communities through redlining. But I've said something kind of bold here in the title of this podcast, and that is that there's a $1 home for sale in America. Now, the first thing I hear when I say this from people is, where? And the where is so guarded that when I tell you where these homes are, you might say, well, I don't want to live there. And that's what I often hear. One of my professors at Lehman College, who was the most published African studies professor in the City University of New York, he lived in Harlem. Now, in the 1980s, Mayor Ed Koch in New York City was giving away homes in Harlem for $1. You heard me. I didn't misspeak. For $1. These homes are now worth $2 million. Now, by the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you where in America in 2022 there are homes for $1. But the whole instance of Harlem and them selling homes for $1 reminds me of the Malcolm X movie where Denzel Washington, who played Malcolm X, said, Look at where you live. And then go downtown and look at where he lives. So there are many areas and efforts now recently to buy entire blocks in the black community to fix them up and to rehab the community by black people. The official name of this is called Buy the Block. There are also efforts to build new black communities so that black people can control the resources of our own communities. One of them is in Toombsboro in rural Wilkinson County, Georgia. 19 black families purchased 100 acres of land in 2020. The whole idea with these efforts is to control large areas of land. When you do this, you can make sure that your community or block are free from most of the trappings of racism. Your economic block can stop your children from being profiled because you serve as the taxpayer that controls the resources of your community which is exactly what Malcolm X was speaking about. My personal economic philosophy is black nationalism, which means that the black man should control the economy of his own community. So I'm sure that you can find these online. Buy the block and the purchase of land in the town of Toombsboro in rural Wilkinson, Georgia. If you can buy the block, that's great. But if you can't buy the block, you may want to just buy your own home so that you can control the resources of your own community. So there are homes within a commute of New York City, for example, and then there are other places that are even less expensive that are not. So I'm going to tell you how to find them. I'm going to tell you what cities they're in. I'm going to tell you how to avoid scams, too. I want you to look at where you live and then look at the quality of life indices that are online that cover many things in your current community. They pull many things like schools and crime. Now, the reason I'm going to tell you this is not to scare you, but to give you a yardstick for which to measure other places that you might consider buying a $5,000 home or a $10,000 home or $100,000 home or $200,000 home or $1 home in. So once you find this inexpensive home, the next thing that you want to ask yourself is how long am I willing to commute to a job? So don't ask how far, but how long. The reason I say that is in New York City, which is a very small place, relatively speaking, 
But if you're traveling from the last stop in the Bronx on the subway to the last stop in far Rockaway, Queens or in Brooklyn, that can be an hour and a half to two and a half hour commute. And if you're driving through the city, forget about it. It can take you two hours during rush hour to drive two miles. So let's say you were perfectly fine commuting two hours within the city via train. Now you have a framework of how far you're willing to move from the city and you can begin to look out at housing locations at different places that are in a radius two hours commute to the city. So I had a professor who commuted from Philadelphia on the Amtrak train to Herbert Lehman College and he and his wife lived in Philadelphia. His wife was a professor there and he got a job in New York. So they decided to move to Philadelphia and he took the train. Now most people wouldn't even think that Philadelphia was a commutable distance to New York, but it is. It's about two hours including the subway ride. In fact, I just looked it up and it takes one hour and 15 minutes to an hour and a half to take the Amtrak. And then you have to factor in the subway ride after that. And at that time, it cost about $500 a month for a train ticket. Rent in New York for a three-bedroom apartment at the time was about $1,200 in the Bronx. So today, the Amtrak train from Philadelphia to New York is $960 monthly. Rent for a three-bedroom in the Bronx is $2,600 to $3,000 per month. So here's the question that you have to ask in that era, as well as this one. If you're able to buy a house with cash let's say for $10,000 or $15,000 in Philadelphia, and it costs you $960 to commute to New York, would this be worthwhile? Or if you're able to get something that's really cheap, like $75,000, would that be worthwhile to have a very inexpensive mortgage there? Where you'd be investing in yourself and your family instead of paying a landlord's rent, where you're not investing in anything else but the landlord's pocket. And then if you got tired of making a commute to New York, would you be able to just stay in Philadelphia and find a local job there and be happy with the jobs and the job market that's there? For me, it was a clear, resounding yes. So off I went to Philadelphia to look at homes and also to other areas like Reading, Pennsylvania and to other places too like Poughkeepsie, New York, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Waterbury, Connecticut. And here's what I asked myself. Number one, if you look at a map and I can start in New York and move outward, let me see all of the cities within the radius of two hours from that city. Then I can start searching individual cities. Warning alert here, there are scams on Zillow. Anyone can list a home on Zillow and maybe even on Realtor.com. And so before you turn over money, you should contact at least two independent realtors to see if the listing is real. Don't sign up with these realtors or sign a contract with them. Also, in states that only require title companies, you want to use your own title company if you can to close or contact the title company directly, like actually call them and see if they have this home that you're going to close on listed there. And then you want to also look up their phone number directly. Don't just get their phone number from somebody else in this chain of per people who are selling you this home. Also, you want to contact your own lawyer in the states that require a lawyer and get in touch with them that way. Number two, how many people live in that city that you're commuting to? Typically, if it's over 150,000 people and close to 200,000 in the city, it's going to have a job market of some type. Number three, if my car broke down, could I commute another way, like on a train, and how much would it cost? Number four, is the cost to commute higher than the cost to live right where I'm living now? Number five, how are the schools and what is the crime index and how do they compare to where I was living in the Bronx? Number six, 
Are there any articles online that describe things about the city that I'm not willing to live with? For example, the city has one store or it takes emergency services 45 minutes to come out and help. Or the water's really bad in the city and it's filled with lead from old pipes. Number seven, are there local homes here in the Bronx or wherever you live that cost the same thing? Number eight, how is the weather where I'm moving? Number nine, what is the level of racism that exists there? Number 10, is there anything really bad about the home, like mold, sinkholes, the structure is about to collapse, a former fire that I might want to stay away from? Number 11, have you visited that community at different times to see the community? So you want to visit the city to see what the community is like. And when I say at different times, I mean the morning, afternoon, and late at night. Spend some time there. And number 12, have you offered 10 to 20% less than what they are asking for for the home that they want to sell. Most home buyers, it's a very emotional purchase when you're buying the first home. And you should remember that there are a million homes out there. You can look for them. There's no perfect home that you have to get. You can just go on to the next one if you don't like what you have there. So here's what I found. And here's what I found from the places that I visited that you could commute from. And I'm going to tell you right now, that it's a bad time to buy a home because prices will most likely be going down over the course of the next one to two years. And in one to two years, it should be the best time with the lowest prices before they start to rise again. Nine years ago, all of the prices that I'm going to give you today were less than half of what they are now, somewhere 25% of what they are now. And they should go down over the next one to two years by somewhere between 20 to 50% of their current value. So you might want to wait until then. This is because the Fed is raising interest rates and the prices of homes go down as the Fed raises interest rates. So you can wait until the media says that the Fed feels comfortable about inflation and has controlled it and is only going to raise interest rates a little bit in the future to buy a home. As interest rates go up, the price of homes goes down because the price of monthly payments goes up and people can only afford so much of a payment, so the overall price has to come down. However, if you're looking for the lower-priced home or a deal, this can be good for you because the price of homes overall will be lower. Now, I realize that a good deal of my listeners live overseas in the UK or on the continent of Africa. You can apply some of the same principles that I'm going over here there, although things like interest rates and time to buy are actually regulated within your respective country and so I don't have information per se about the best time to buy in the UK or the continent based upon the government there raising or lowering interest rates. I am comparing these areas that I'm about to discuss to the Bronx, New York here. If you make $100,000 or $200,000 per year, you can probably live wherever you want to live in the United States of America for the most part with all the amenities that you want. But here are places that are less expensive than the Bronx, and I'm going to start with homes that are not $1 and work our way to the $1 home. Yes, there really is a $1 home for sale in America in 2022, and we will get to that by the end of this podcast, so definitely stay around. So there are places that you can commute to in New York City by train or car. These are Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Poughkeepsie, New York, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Newark, New Jersey, and Mount Vernon, New York. Then there are places that you need at least a decent car drive to the train. We're talking like 20 minutes or a half an hour or have to take a longer bus ride into New York. This is Reading, Pennsylvania, 
Waterbury, Connecticut. And then there are places that you can't commute to New York from that have low-priced homes. Detroit, Michigan, Baltimore, Maryland, and cities in Ohio like Canton, Ohio. Now, I know you want to know about the $1 home that I found, so I'll tell you about these one by one, and we'll get to the $1 home. I just want to let you know that I'm not affiliated with any of these websites that I'm discussing here, and this is for informational purposes only. When you search on Realtor.com, you need to filter and sort them by the lowest-priced homes. And you might want to choose house and town home also in a given city so you eliminate like land for sale. Now, a lot of these search features are a little bit harder to use when you're not using a computer and you're using their app and some aren't as transparent. So I like to use it like a laptop to search realtor.com. Now, after you find a home, you want to see if it has anything listed that you'd want to not purchase. Not purchase like mold, stay away. Sinkholes, stay away. Foundation cracked, stay away. Foundation sinking on one side of home, stay away. Recent fire in the home, stay away. Pipes and or electrical wires stolen from home, stay away. Then contact the realtor and ask again about all of these things. This is because they don't have to list all of these things on the listing in many states. And you might not even know about them there. And then you might go out and waste your time seeing the place. So this information is pretty current. I looked at places you can commute to in New York City or train by car in my list here, and I'm going to go through those first. And I searched for sale. You might want to select townhomes and single-family homes, as I did. And then I searched the lowest price in these given cities. And when I did, here are the homes that you could commute to New York City from by train or car in given cities. So before I go to these cities, let me pause really quickly and just say, if you're new to this podcast, please subscribe, share this with your friends. This is very unique. And for those of you who regularly listen, thanks again so much for listening on a weekly basis. So on Realtor.com, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania has several homes for sale from $70,000 to $80,000. These are houses and townhomes that are about three bedrooms and are 800 square feet to 1,600 square feet. So 800 to 1,600 square feet. Some of these are attached and some are not. Poughkeepsie, New York, $160,000 to $190,000 single-family homes. Poughkeepsie had homes a few years ago for $10,000, just to give you an idea, in 2011 or 12. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Bridgeport, Connecticut has homes right now from $160,000 to $180,000. Newark, New Jersey has homes from $150,000 to $170,000. Mount Vernon, New York, has one home for $200,000. I don't know what's up with that. It's been on the market forever. And one that's $275,000. There are also co-ops that you can buy for less there as well as in the Bronx. The Bronx, New York, which is in New York City itself, has one home at $100,000. I don't know what's up with that. That's been on the market forever. And the remainder of the homes are $200,000 plus just a little bit over $200,000. Places that you need at least a car drive to the train, meaning a car is required, or you have to take a longer bus ride into New York to get there, would be Reading, Pennsylvania. There's one home there for $99,000 and one for $115,000. Waterbury, Connecticut, I see one home for $40,000 attached and the rest are for $110,000 on up. So there are places then that you cannot commute to New York from, 
but that have very low priced homes. And there may be other regional cities that you can actually work in. Detroit, Michigan has many boarded up homes for, get this, $2,500 on up. The lowest priced unboarded home I found in Detroit, Michigan was $17,500. Baltimore, Maryland has several townhomes, so you should be clicking the single family and townhome tab in the search field for this. And by the way, it's much easier to do this on a computer than on Realtor.com, as I said before. These homes are listed at $5,000 and $10,000, and it looks like there's an auction for these. However, you can also search recently sold homes on Realtor.com, and they're homes that have been sold for like $5,000, $8,000, and $11,000, which means that these auction prices are really actually real and that they're really selling these homes for that price and now for the one dollar home that you've been waiting for cities in ohio like canton ohio there is a one dollar home on realtor.com and mansfield ohio now this is an auction price starting in canton but remember the commutable city is akron ohio with 190,000 people in it from that city it's about 45 minutes commute away so for some reason realtor.com is bunching homes in ohio from city to city across city so you really have to look but i looked and i found a home in mansfield ohio that was recently sold for 250 dollars. okay so there really are homes that are being sold in ohio for next to nothing this historically was called the rust belt in america and there aren't great industrial jobs so you'll might have to work in like retail if you don't have a degree but your rent will be zero please keep in mind that if you buy a one dollar home you'll still be responsible for paying the annual taxes to the city and state which can be based on its estimated value with the city or state and that amount that you might have to pay one time yearly is something like two thousand dollars or possibly more depending on the value of the home so you have to ask your realtor what the taxes will look like once you buy it and they'll be able to advise you in that way when you buy the one dollar home you'll have to pay some form of closing costs also which are probably only a few hundred dollars when you close on the home if you had to pay five or ten thousand dollars when you closed on a home another time this was because the lenders like to bake in all of these extra fees like thousands of dollars for the mortgage broker and for the bank to process your loan so that's why you paid all those fees before but usually when you buy a home cash there are no fees or minimal fees the only other expensive fee that you might incur for your home if you buy it outright is your attorney to close on the home if the state that you live in requires attorneys ohio isn't the only state with cheap homes just pick a state search online for major cities in that state then look up the city on Realtor.com under single-family homes and townhomes and pick the lowest-priced home selection, which is a drop-down that comes up after you click the search. Don't forget to actually search the city itself and the various demographics of the city. It is highly likely that a boarded-up home, by the way, that I mentioned before, has been broken into and might have damage, including missing pipes. So one of the things that I want to tell you about when you're looking at properties is that once you find one that you might want to live in, you need to visit it. Looking at a home online is not enough. I know one person who bought a home online, but that is extremely risky and unlikely that you would actually go and buy it. Most people just sit online and look at homes who do that. 
So visiting it is very important. Um, I know people who have been looking at homes online for the last 20 years and never bought. So going out and physically seeing them get you into really understanding what's out there on the market for sale. Now imagine if you were a relatively wealthy black person in this scenario. A wealthy black person could single-handedly launch a buy-the-block effort and create an entire block of rehabbed homes complete with viable businesses. This is what we used to have in places like Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If homes are only $5,000 and someone bought 40 of them on a block, then they only spent $200,000 and yet they could control the resources of our community. They could establish black owned businesses and stores in the community. This is exactly what Malcolm X was talking about. Now, finally, I just want to reiterate again that I'm not acting as a realtor on this podcast and none of this constitutes official real estate or legal advice. You should contact a realtor or an attorney for that. I'm just a person who has spent a lot of time searching for homes over the years and visiting cities to see them. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If there was a $1 home, would you buy it instead of a lottery ticket? If you knew that one day it would be a $2 million Harlem Brownstone, would it be worthwhile to take care of this home? Well, there's a $1 home in 2022, G. In fact, there are several in Ohio cities. Like Canton, Ohio, there's one for thee. If there was a $1 home, would you see that maybe you could become and could be the next economic financier, the next Marcus Garvey, the next economic root of the tree for the black community, the James Fortin of the movement against slavery. But where by the block efforts are sown, are you a visionary for the future of the $1 home? Like the pick with the fist instead of the comb, will you solidify our economic power, the stone? Refused by the builder has become the cornerstone. Through the weeps and moans of slavery's humans enslaved in Sierra Leone and redline home zones, through the protesting voices shouted by leaders through urban megaphones, we shall rise not alone we shall create and thrive our own black economic black controlled economic empowerment zone
Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.